Oh, hey, are you going a little stir crazy during quarantine? That's okay, we've got some announcements and ways that you can stay connected. We're casting for an upcoming series called The Leap. We want to challenge you to reconnect and reach out to someone. It could be a family member that you had a falling out with, or even a friend that you need to ask for forgiveness. If you're interested, please sign up in the link below. And just a reminder, we have prom coming up April 17th. Don't forget to RSVP in the link down below and follow us on Instagram for additional information. The, the invitation that God gives to the people that he made is so, so generous and came at such a high price to a him. A high price he gave that, up a um, weekend. That uh, he gave up a weekend. Right. I am a Presbyterian pastor. I'm a Hindu. I'm Muslim. Hi, I'm Lois. I'm a Satanist. <laughs> To be honest, when I heard of Satanists, my first reaction was something that is that does not align with my core beliefs. I think of uh, like a lot of darkness and, and evil and, and lostness. When I think of Abrahamic faith, I think of slaughterings and burnings and mutilations all in the name of God. To myself, I don't actually have a image or a person or a thing that I think of when I think of Satan. The Arabic word for Satan is shaitan. He's what's whispering in your ear in a sense of trying to lead you away from God. Tell me a little bit more about the temple of Satan. What is that? One of the things I like about it personally is that they are actively fighting to make sure that uh, every religion like has a chance to have a say right now in this country. I'm approaching this with a, a spirit of curiosity, love to ask questions and, and, and hear more about the perspectives of the people that I'm going to be talking to. And as for the major religions, I hope to understand why they stayed within their religion if they were born into it, or I hope to um, understand how they justify their beliefs. My name is Sean Gendel. I'm a Presbyterian pastor, I'm married to my wife Kelly, and we have three children. I'm Amr Isa. I'm 19 years old. I'm Muslim. I was born and raised in a Muslim household. Muslim my whole life. It's a big part of who I am. My name is Jason Turgeon. I'm 33. I'm a Satanist. Uh, I was raised Christian and <laughs> have somewhat recently converted. My name is Ragini. I was born and raised in India and then I moved here for grad school, and currently I'm a director at Jubilee Media, and I'm Hindu. I'm Lois, I'm 23, and I'm a Satanist, and I was raised Jewish. My name is Richard Lale. I'm older than I like to tell people. <laughs> I'm a Satanist, I was raised Christian, but I am a Satanist. Can I get my Satanist back there on the left, and members of major religions on the right? Hell is a real place. I don't actually know, like, when I try to think of what hell looks like to me, I don't think it's how it's been in movies or people just talk about, like, a, some fiery inferno. I believe in an afterlife where there is a kind of a good place and a bad place, where what you do here kind of determines where you're gonna end up. Yeah. One of, one of the signs that there is something greater than us out there is that we see something beautiful 
that we want someone to express our thanksgiving to and our worship towards. And in the same way, on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, when there are terrible deeds or acts that are committed by humans towards one another, that there also needs to be a place of, of justice. And so, I, yeah, I believe that there is a heaven and that there is a hell and that the gift of grace that God offers us is so generous that, that for those who reject it, that there has to be a place of judgment. So, yeah. Can I get my disagreeers to come in? Personally, I would never worship a god they would send someone to an eternal lake of fire to be burned forever for the simple fact of non-belief. When that deity knows what it would take to convince every single person on this planet, that is cruel, it is inhumane, it is not kind, it is not generous, and that is not a god worthy of worship. What's more, it would be damning all, I mean, the vast majority of everyone who's ever existed for not believing in him for a set of rules that he created. To be fair, I, f I feel like this presupposes that to burn in hell means that you don't believe in God. I'm sure that there are religions, and I know that there are people who believe that hell is a place for murderers, you know? <laughs> and when I was Jewish, we didn't believe in hell. They didn't even talk about the devil. I just kind of came upon it myself. I believe that in the event that we have spirits and they will go on to some other realm, it's probably more of a nebulous place than a physical hell, lake, fire, everything. I don't even believe we have souls necessarily. Yeah. Oh. I'd like to see some evidence like, before I, I, I believe something like believe that. I barely believe that we're even conscious, let alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm about to have an existential crisis up here. <laughs> the, I think the historical Christian position is, is that, that the gift of the, the invitation that God gives to the people that he made is so, so generous and came at such a high price to a him. A high price, he gave that, up a um, weekend. That, uh, he gave up a weekend. Right. Um, he was God before. Yeah, yeah. He was God during, and he's God now. He gave up a weekend. If I knew right now that I could go off and die and then not die, how, where's the gift in that, number one? I'm able to look at, at the... the grace that has been extended to grace. me and I, and yeah and i receive it i want to make sure i can get up yes. okay so the way that i would commonly think of it is is that if i gave up the life of of my own son uh, in exchange for your life that that it is okay then for me to to make the the invitation that, that god makes towards us um, is that moral is it moral is it moral on when, a corporeal level Jesus took on the, the penalty that I deserve for the, the sins that I committed, if, if we're looking at you know, the traditional Christian faith. And so I receive uh, his gift of grace and as, as a payment for, for the things that I had done. So your question, is it moral or is it just, is it fair? I'm able as a Christian to say, no, it's not fair um, because I deserve the, the punishment that he took on himself. Faith to me is everything. We, we, um, Grew up in a in a household of faith and 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 learned to love love Jesus and love the church and serve the church from my, the family that I grew up in and, and so my wife and I have have embraced that same life of faith and we have taught the Christian faith to our children to understand themselves and their world because of Him and 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 His um, and His teaching. I believe there is a higher purpose in life. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I think I strongly believe there's a higher purpose in life. I don't think I've found it yet, and I hope 
I'm, I would like to believe that I will one day in the journey of my life. I completely agree. I don't, I don't know what my purpose is and I don't think it's, there's like a higher purpose that fits for everybody. But to me, the, the idea that there's some bigger purpose has always been very comforting to me. Otherwise, kind of what's the point of all of this? No, I fully agree. I think that, I believe it's a question that we all ask and it's one of the gifts of faith in, in, my, in my opinion. So that when there's times of, of epidemic and war. Um, Pandemic. 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 You're right. That's a better uh, worldwide pandemic. That that we're able to understand, even in those situations of difficulty and conflict and and anxiety and fear, that there is a higher purpose in life, and that that uh, there's more than than what we see. I trouble with the phraseology "higher purpose" because that, again, that denotes, do I believe God? No, but I do believe higher purpose, as in love, to give, to be generous, to be kind, to help, to heal, to be there to understand. The phrase higher purpose, is, it's a yeah. loaded phrase. I, 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 I yeah. struggle with higher purpose because it's like God said, I choose uh, you. Yeah, I choose you exactly. and you are going to do this thing and you're going to continue doing this thing for the rest of your life. And I really struggle with that. Can I, can I just yeah. ask, and I mean this with all, because yeah. I, I I, re yeah, you I receive your statement me. with that. Um, you literally uh, cannot offend me. What, what's up? <laughs> what's up very, <laughs> just curiosity. Um, yeah. What if everyone was committed to this idea that, that, like in the way that you expressed it? So I would say one, some people that are sort of pro-religion, like, like I am, would say that, that in order for us to bind together as a culture and, and learn to kind of work together and, and help cause one another to flourish, uh, we have to agree on, a, on some kind of higher purpose or a common set of principles. And, I, and, uh, I disagree. I don't really see a need for uh, having a prescriptive purpose. I'm struggling to even see what you see as the value in saying that you have a higher purpose. Maybe it's more of a fear or a concern, right, that if everyone got up every day and said that life is all about me and, 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 that's what, and I'm not suggesting at all that that's what you're saying about. Uh, I mean, kind of uh, is. Like. Yeah, yeah. It, is, that, it yeah. is my belief, I don't mean to interrupt either no. of you, yeah, it no. is my belief that one should take care of oneself. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody else will. Yeah. People who do take care of themselves, they understand that it is balanced, and they're not going to go out and, and cause anarchy and mayhem in the streets. It, it can even be like a selfish act to be helping the community around you, and it's still a good thing, it's still important. It doesn't take a higher purpose to make that kind of thing happen. I was going to school with the intention to become an ordained minister in the Pentecostal church. One of the things there is you read the Bible a lot every day, all day, and after doing that for like several hours a day and reading the Bible through back to back several times and discussing it, I just, I wasn't sold at all. I guess I style myself more as an, a skeptic and a humanist than anything, and Satanism just happens to fit really nicely in that category for me. And this is actually also kind of like my outing video. Like my family doesn't know I'm a member of TST. They don't know I'm a Satanist. I believe in good and evil. I haven't, as part of my own belief system for sure, a, a, a conviction that, that all of our hearts can at some times lead us to do um, acts of evil. And, and um, so, so I see it in the world around me on both sides. Yeah, I think the phrasing is something that's 
with it's, it's a little bit catchy. It's dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah, it just I, mean, I believe in right and wrong. And I think some things, for me, a lot of things lie in the gray area, but there are some things that I consider right and wrong. But I wouldn't say it's the same as good and evil. Right? That was beautifully said. That was... Thank you. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But I also believe that what is right and wrong has changed throughout history. This and it's, it's something where I don't know if everyday actions that I do right now are going to be considered evil later on. Like, is driving a car going to be considered wrong? I don't believe in an, in an evil entity who is you know, pitchfork and horns and <laughs> looking like me with a goatee. <laughs> you, know, you know, that doesn't actually happen. If you ask anybody throughout history, they're always the hero of their own novel. Mm -hmm. Even yesterday, I, w I went to the grocery store and there was one person who had like more than 10 packs of toilet paper. <laughs> and I do understand that- Toilet paper is not gonna save you. Yeah, that, <laughs> I do understand that he was like, he was being cautious and watching out for himself and his family. I just think the act of doing that is wrong because there were so many people who Ooh. couldn't buy toilet paper, But to right? him, that was right. But because that, he was looking out for his family, probably. Yeah, so like, like, I, like I'm saying that, I think the act is wrong, but I wouldn't say that he's evil. Like, unless he has IBS or something, I don't know. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got so <laughs> Some of the core beliefs of Hinduism is to believe in dharma, making sure that you have enough for yourself and also enough for other people. But Satan in Hinduism is like an assistant to God. He's someone who can cause disruption, but that is more to, for the benefit of human beings by and large. I believe Satan is evil. <laughs> Wait, why did you, why did you stop? Uh, it, I, I was trying to play it out in my head, but then I realized I don't agree with that. And okay. So, yeah. Well, the fact that there is a, a, a Satan who is real and the fact that he is evil is, I mean, it's, it's an important, pretty central um, belief that we hold in the Christian faith and that there is a good and loving God and, and, a, and a Satan who is evil. So, <laughs> so let's go back to Genesis, okay? God wanted to keep humans from eating the fruit of knowledge, correct? and Satan or the serpent wanted to give humans that knowledge. I believe that's a good action. That is a good action. That's a good action, that's justifiable. The first uh, person to advocate for equal rights. Yes. We only heard God's perspective and from my perspective, I mean, just looking into the Bible, it's like we didn't hear Satan's perspective. Maybe he said, this is, God is a tyrannical God and I'm going to rebel from him and I'm going to become a fallen angel to help mankind. My interpretation and understanding of that story is, is that God created an environment where he, and it was an environment of love and peace and, and where his children that he created and who he loved, who he created in his image would. They were naked uh, and they didn't have understanding. Yeah, yeah, and that they would, this was an environment for them to. So, to, well, wait, 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 I gotta, we gotta hear his whole point. Uh, to flourish. And so he puts them in this environment and he desires for them to, to to, to flourish and to be and to live in in, in unashamed relationship with him and his perfection and his glory Naked, and and, 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 uh, and, and and stupid. I see God making simple playthings because he's bored. If it's real, then and then saying, "Don't do this because I don't want you on my level." And if you do, I have to make sure you can't live forever, so you really don't get on my level. 
would you think that if you heard that one of your friends was having a baby and, and you'd say, oh, you're just making a plaything for your... That's different. That's different. There are some yeah. parents who there use are, their kids as their plaything. But that's how I see the same generative love that, that out of which God created us. Um, I think for me, from um, as much knowledge as I have about Satan, I think Satan is a symbol of freedom and liberty, right? Mm -hmm. So that is not evil. Of course, like we discussed before, if people commit wrong deeds in the name of Satan, then that's wrong. For me, I, I flip-flop a little only because I, I don't think that on his own Satan is evil, I think yeah. it's, he's used to represent evil. Whether he does or not, he, that's what he's used for. His character is very much used to say, like, you do something wrong, like, oh, that's an act of, like, the devil, kind of. Satan represents to me taking responsibility for your own actions. It says to thirst for knowledge, for understanding, to understand that man is an animal, sometimes worse than those around an animal nonetheless. Religion has caused more harm than good. Religion has caused a lot of harm. Is, is it the ultimate source of evil? No. Uh, ultimately, people make their own decisions, but we talk about crusades and witch trials and the God hates fags and the and and, and the snake handlers and the and and the the hypocrisy persecution the, of science the, 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 the subjection of science the arts. I mean, I don't know that there's been a major war that hasn't been at least fueled by religion, if not directly started by it. Some of them were just political things, sure. but they were always had the religious backing at some point that. F like flared the fire up and sure. made it so much worse than it would have been. And they vote. Oh, God. <laughs> I think religion dictates moral values for a lot of people, and the way people interpret religion has caused harm. But religion itself would never, uh, can never cause any harm. It is meant for the good of society and for the good of people. I disagree with that, much. Oh, but let her finish. Go on. Yeah, and like I said, yeah, the way... Because I don't think any god would say that, okay, this child is going to burn in hell. It's probably the way people have interpreted it or the way people tell others, the way they've practiced, some, some people have practiced it. There is harm in religion done in the name of religion, but it's hard to quantify on a cost-benefit analysis kind of way, which is worse, you know, having religion or not having religion. Religion is a form of power, it is a tool, and it reveals the worst in humanity and it reveals the best of humanity. And you can do a lot in the name of religion, but you can also do a lot of good in the name of religion. Yeah, I agree with that. I think in the, uh, the power word is very important to me. I have a lot of sensitivity about that. And, and, and where, where Christians have used either the Bible or, or, um, or their own conviction to express authority over other people in a way that doesn't lead to their flourishing, I think... I, I, I think we're in agreement on that. As, as a member of the Christian church, I would say that, that there have been great contributions of, of people of faith in, to the, the cause of human flourishing and through medicine and healthcare and the arts and education and all those kinds of things. So I wouldn't go about for the arts and medicines, but yeah. for the arts, yeah, not for the well, medicines, for the but arts. for the arts, yes. Christian There's art is amazing. Beautiful artwork. Beautiful, cathedrals beautiful are artwork. Amazing. Cathedrals Those are artists beautiful. were not Christian. They were I just hired I don't care by, if they were hired by the church. I love it. All. 
I love St. Sebastian <laughs> portraits. I yeah. love all of Some it. of the choral music is beautiful. Um, all of it. The tradition is sometimes beautiful. There's, a, there's beautiful things in it, and it can help calm someone if that is what they need. I do believe that people do need rituals. I myself have rituals. So, I mean, I think religion has, been, has given a lot of people some kind of peace of mind. And I think, like, even if necessarily, like, again, I think I guess what to you, like, someone believing in God, like, well, that's just not true. Why would you do that? I guess to me, believing in God, I don't think, and I've never ever imposed my religion on anyone around me. I use it as something, it's like a personal relationship between me and God. And it's just, it's helped me again, lots of times in those times of low, like in those dark moments, I guess, or in those happy moments, just thanking God for blessing my life or in those dark moments, um, like feeling a little less alone is what it's helped. And I think I've, people I've talked to have like felt similar things in that respect. I've always been proud of my religion. It's never something I've tried to hide. I, I think it's like if someone ha would have a conversation with me, not in an overbearing way, but it would be something that would come out very quickly in the conversation for some reason or another. I consider myself a good person. <laughs> I'm a great person. <laughs> I, I really think good and bad is objective because um, does everyone love me? No. There are people who absolutely wish me dead. And that's okay. Um, I, maybe I deserve it from them, I don't know. But if, on the other hand, you know, I help little old ladies across the street and I, I give to the poor and I give time and energy. And so is that good? Maybe it outweighs the bad. It's that constantly striving to be better in whatever means that is, but in a moving forward sense, not just staying stagnant. And I'm this and I'm gonna stay this way all the time. Yeah, it's an active pursuit, like you have Completely. to do it every single day. Completely. Um, no, I, be, I do believe that being good is in these minute, like, little actions, these micro-actions that you do every single day. I'm intrigued. Do you guys base it more on your intentions or more on your actions? I think it's both, but I, 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 intention is really important. Yes. It mm -hmm. is. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you do something thinking that it's going to be a good thing, mm -hmm. but it turns out to be disastrous. But as long as you had a good intention in it, yeah. I feel like it's Like, not, to a certain extent. But, yeah, to a certain <laughs> extent. How many, do, yeah. how many people do good things because they think that's what people expect good things to be? Yeah, and for me, I would just hope that, that my faith would, would be born out in acts of, of um, kindness and mercy and compassion and charity. And, and I know that that doesn't necessarily come from me, but I, I believe that, um, that, that I'm a good person because of, of who God has made me to be. I think you're a good person because you're a good person. I also think you're, I think you're more moral than the God of the Bible. I think you're a genuinely good person, and I think you're better than the, than the Bible. I think there's good in everybody. Maybe sometimes it's deep, deep, deep with it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do think that at their core, everybody's a good person. Uh, Lois, why are you a Satanist? Well, I'm a Satanist because I originally started out as an atheist, but I wanted to find more ways to do advocacy work within a separation of church and state. And also, um, I think Satan is pretty cool. Satan is kind of a daddy. So uh, here I am today <laughs> talking about Satan. I respect all religions. Uh, all? <laughs> I don't respect all religions. All? <laughs> I respect you if you're a good person and you're doing, you know, if you think your religion is great, but 
I mean, there's probably a religion out there that I'm going to say that's not okay. I mean, I'm, I'm saying I respect yeah. all religions in the sense of the ones that I know of. I guess I yeah. there's some obscure thing that I'm not aware of that really does stand for horrible things I don't agree with. My answer yeah. will change. Yeah. I think whatever you want to store your faith in, and if it helps you and it helps you to unite with other people, of course, I'm, I'm sure we all respect that, and that helps you lead your life. Though I have committed my life and in future to a religion that believes that, that it, is, it is the right and the only way. You know, I also believe, I respect people and, and love people and believe in people's freedom to, um, to choose. So. Uh, even in, in Islam, in the Quran, we have this one chapter. What it talks about is uh, re the respecting of other people's religions. Like, your religion is for you, and my religion is for me, and like, my religion is mine, and your religion is yours, and like, that's okay in a sense. We're separate from each other, but still preaching that respect one another like it's it's a platitude of all religions to say I respect your religion I respect your religion I respect your religion but you're all saying oh I respect your right to have that religion but then internally you're saying Allah is the only God Jesus is not God Vishnu Krishna these are gods these are deities Jesus Christ is the only way he is the answer he is the only one I'm right, you're all wrong, but I'm going to be nice about it. I think that there's a difference between believing that somebody else's religion is wrong and respecting it. Mm -hmm. I feel like you can have respect and still disagree. Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of coming from. And I disagree with all of you guys on your religious beliefs. But of course, everybody disagrees on their religious beliefs. Like, well, I think we all disagree with yeah. each other to a certain extent. But we can all live in harmony and we can all And respect the other person's views. On, yeah. Yeah. The core of my religion is love. Yeah, kind of, mostly, I mean. I don't really follow a specific organized religion, but I do believe that at my core, my belief system is full of love for everybody and respect. First tenet in the temple yeah. of Satan is yeah. uh, to have compassion and empathy for all living creatures within like our reasonable understanding of it, so. And to love yourself, too, I think that's important. For me, Islam is always, again, as far as self-love goes, was always, like, uh, preach self-respect for yourself, respect your body, respect your belongings, respect your public space, your respect the earth, and love all. And it's, it's just been a guiding force for love in my life, and I think it's because of the love that's rooted inside, within it. I'm curious. Did you learn anything about the other side or about a specific person in this group that you didn't expect? For me, honestly, it was more of that I didn't know what to expect only because I, I mean, I know a bit more about Christianity. I know a bit more about Hinduism. Just you don't learn about Satanism in school very much. Well, to be fair, not to interrupt, yeah. we three identify as Satanists, but we three also believe completely We're very different. different. We're very different. Absolutely. Of course. And that's, I just, I think that's why for me, I didn't really come in with many expectations. I was just willing and eager to hear what you had to say, hear your point of view. Our, our reason for doing what we do is a bit different, but I think we all want to be good people and live good, happy lives and preach love in some way or another. Not as, I don't mean preach in a religious sense, I just mean <laughs> like be loving people. I think we all want similar things just for different reasons. Satanism is a newer religion. I mean, the Satanic Temple, obviously extremely new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Church of Satan, as run by Anton LaVey, still very new. Alistair Crowley, still within the last... Pretty new, know. too. I mean, obviously, there's pretty been good. occultism throughout the world for ages and ages and ages, but we have the benefit of coming in with these progressive ideologies and being able to form a new idea of what is acceptable. Yeah.
In light of the coronavirus, we aren't doing handshakes or hugs or anything like that. But in your own way, express affection to each other as a group. Oh yes, that one's a good one. That's a very good one. I'll save you. I'll save you. Thank you.